Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Happy Podmas. Merry Podmas. That's right. Rate, review, subscribe. This is our Christmas special. One of the best episodes we did a year ago. We're bringing it back for year two. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Merry Christmas, Mike. And, and noted loyalty member of CNC Family Heating and Cooling, oh, Evan God. Jenkins. That is the oddest flex ever. I mean, it, it's not a real company I've just named. I'm not going to give a plug. But Evan... <laughs> I, Evan has a little HVAC problem yeah. today, so after taping, Evan will be Dealing exiting. That, yeah. And I go, man, it's too bad. I have a great HVAC guy. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm a such-and-such such rewards member. I'm a member. loyalty points member with doot-doo-doo, home heating and cooling. Jim and I look at each other and go, this guy just peacocked about being a loyalty yeah, points big member. Big Dick swinging over here. They gave him a keychain and a, a magnet right. for his refrigerator. Right. I have the owner's a, cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus rewards member. Well, bully for you. Happy holidays. <laughs> so how are you feeling? This is typically a festive episode. We'll do some year highlights. No, some, I'm getting uh, there, man. I'm taking a big step forward yeah. each day. It's just I got I got my ass kicked. Yeah, you did. With uh, sickness. But we're here. We're good. Ready to rock. Wanted to be at Podmas Live. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. And this is a gigantic episode. This is going to be perfect for when you drive to see your Nona or your Aunt Rita, perhaps. And a reminder, while you're there, grab their phone. Yeah, please do. Get in there, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. You guys know the drill. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe maybe now would be the time to debut some news. Should we do that? Let's do that. So before I fell completely ill, bedridden, um... Your guys' support has kind of led to, it's not kind of, it's led to what we've been gunning after, which is, look, uh, we are already a, a very successful podcast, but we wanted a landmark partnership. We wanted something that is a real line in the sand and a flag in the ground. And um, it's been a long time coming, but, but FanDuel has already stepped up for all of 2024 with a complete thorough, just a full bombshell buy-in that we are one of their signature podcasts and we couldn't be happier. Um, and your guys' support has done it. Like, it doesn't happen without that. So the millions and millions of downloads and the emails, the rate, review, subscribe, dance moves, the five-star reviews, the, the, the five stars on Spotify, it all matters. So you guys rock. Um, 
it helps us justify the time commitment and it allows us to do more, including Cookies having a residency in Vegas for March Madness. I can't wait. This is gonna be, the only downfall is Evan will not be in Vegas this year. You won't get to see Slot Machine Evan. It is, although Evan, I still think we should try to get you for 24 hours. Come on. He's got life stuff going. He's got good reasons. I know, and it's the drama. I would, <laughs> probably wants to be out of the house. I'd love to see Evan in, in divorce court based on a Vegas 24 hours for the pod. Uh, but no. He flies just, in, then red eyes out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Uh, but no, just tremendous by you guys. It's an unbelievable way to finish year two of the pod and kick off year three. So killer job by you guys. And we're going to be emboldened to give you even more content. So rock on. Merry Christmas to that. Now, how do we begin delving into the podmas? What we have on the agenda for people. Do you want to be the agenda leader? Oh, I, you're sure. a bit of a politician. Why don't you go down your He didn't your mean that agenda. in a complimentary way. I don't like the start we're off to. We're going to do year two highlights and airing of grievances. We've got some Christmas music. We've got some Christmas movies. And we've got food. The feast that you're famous for. And apparently my family's quote, stepping it up this year. We'll get to that too. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. I am. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Selling a little or a lot? (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We also have presence. Do you want to do that at the beginning or the end? Um, Yes, because I see the F7 delete strike through at the top. And all I typed was this. I got ambushed. And Evan got ambushed. Bullshit. And it's, oh, yeah, well, I already got you guys gifts. I've showed up with gifts. I fall sick, I'm traveling, I die. I haven't had a chance to shop. I got bad news for you, and I hope my brother-in-law's not listening. I haven't even shopped for my niece and nephew yet, Michael. okay? I, Jim, I don't know if you know this, Christmas didn't just sneak up, they didn't add it to the calendar two weeks ago. In my world it has, okay? So the point I said was this has turned into a hostage situation. Now I'm not gonna read everything I wrote on the show sheet, it's tacky. But I'm, me, I'm homesick with no clue. We're doing gifts. Now I'm an awful partner. Check that. My gift. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're not. Yeah, here's your gift. Huh? Hey. Somebody. Hey. So here's what I, my question would be. <laughs> and I, could Evan be the arbiter of justice? Yes, he can. There is a tab that has never been paid by Jim Costa. <laughs> he owed me a second sweatshirt bet. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You voted. Now, admittedly, I never selected one, but am I allowed to trade off of the cash value of what you owe me? And that becomes my gift is that I'm not ripping the money out of your pocket. Mike, I don't need a gift from you. 
I, but I, I want to give you a I gift. I just want to give. I'm, I'm, I'm giving. Can I, I take you and your wife to dinner in the new of year? Of course can. Can I do something that has a real tangible thank you attached to it? To be clear, the bit, and we can get into it, of the envelope all season has already treated us to a couple dinners. And, <laughs> and, and, might I add, when you open the gift, helped fund that as well. So, listen, this don't feel bad about not coming in empty-handed or I anything mi- I like miss that. those days. Yeah? Those days, the pre-wedding the, days. The thick. Pow, pow. And people, we never told you exactly how much was in there, but you knew. Uh, this wasn't a bag of Sour Patch Kids. There's some <laughs> real money in there, and it is guy's credit. He just kept doubling down and rolling bones. And I'm glad it, I'm glad it provided you with joy. It, it gave did. us content. Yep. And it gave you something tangible to be like, honey, look, I'm not a deadbeat scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> All those games I'm watching late at night that you're like, why the fuck do we need to watch? We always need to watch the game. Honey, have another Prosecco. It's on mic. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's, are we starting with the hey, gifts? Actually, I think you should, and it'll all, it'll all make sense. Evan, should, this, this should or you. shouldn't? You should open it. Okay. Evan, this one is for you. If you now, wanna. I'd like to say this. I, are, we are. It unbelievable. Will Do you, you see look the wrapping at this? paper? He did it again, Evan. How do we're all on there? We're all on here. Right, hold on. How do we, Evan? Can you put this up to a camera? Put that up to a camera so people can see hey, that. Mike, because, because you haven't finished wrapping your gifts, if you want, I have extra, <laughs> and you can give your family some cash to ticket wrapping yes. paper. You know what? Yes. There's little cartoon Evan. I'm t- I, you Mike. know what? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm keeping the painting. <laughs> no, I'm, that's not a joke. Take that. No, I. If you look at it too, you'll see little uh, little verns on there. I. This and, is incredible. Uh, me, I, me as a meme is on there. If you it look is. closely, the yeah. Jim Costa wrapping paper. You know what I like is this. What? The little cartoon me. I don't have any gray hair, and I appreciate that. A little bit on the side. You know what? <laughs> Can we leave it alone? You know the worst feeling in the world before I open this? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, got, a, I got a haircut before I got sick. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most depressing things in the world is when they put the black tarp over you. Mm-hmm. And he begins <gasps> cut, my guy cuts my hair. Oh, no. And you look down and you're like, oh, no. it's not snowing in here. Oh, no. And you're like, <laughs> wow, man, it's really here. And I refuse to do the Just for Men. Yeah. I just refuse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, there's no shame in, in the little subtlety. You could do it. You could slow gray. You want me to slow play a just for men? Well, I don't, don't come in like slick jet black hair. Here's how I. If yeah. we, <laughs> yeah, I come in and I look like Zach Morris. Oh no! What, here's what I would do. Yeah. I think if I did the just for men thing, we would have to do it on the pod. Yeah. Like I would have to have Evan like applying it to my skull. I just, I don't know, like. I mean, don't be like Ryan Day and have the like yeah, shoe polish. Yeah, no. Jim comes in and he's got a thing of skull and he's like, he looks like Carlos Boozer. Oh man. Oh, the, oh the bison. They call that stuff bison. Painting my skull. All right. The wrapping paper's elite. You need to tell me off air where you create yeah. this. Yeah, I can I can help you out. Because boy, I already have visions of you in a piece of Smarmajan cheese for <gasps> next Christmas. This is exciting. All right, here we uh, go. Be careful, too. They are fragile. Fragile. Fragile, as the Italians say. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Must be Italian. All right, hold on. Opening the gift. Hold on. And I know for the audio medium, this isn't ideal. So we'll If you take too long, Evan will edit it down. Yeah, no, that's fair. This is tremendous. All right. Ravioli? 
Oh no, Rita doesn't even exist. She's not even real. Now that would have been smart if I had. Wow, it is just for, it is the fragile. It comes with the netting. Oh, this is absolutely, are you serious, people? This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So if you're not, Evan, you'll have to show these to the camera. We'll post stuff on if social you're not, If you're just listening, these are custom cartoon versions of us on rocks glasses. Uh, first of all, the Evan one is utterly the, the, the Evan one's amazing. What's the fourth one? So it's a cash the ticket logo. Yes. It is a Jim Costa. And I love the fact you have had facial hair long enough that yeah. now you're willing to cement this onto a glass, which means you're keeping it. Keeping it, yeah. The me one, I have to tell you. It's nice. I don't look that bad. This is true. This, these are awesome. Yeah. So what we need, we're going to need to celebrate in the new year with these. These are kick-ass. Wow. Some some brandy for the occasion if you'd like to pour brandy? some glasses. What are we, 75 years it's, old? It's a little holiday edition. It's, uh, it's like an apple brandy. <laughs> are we doing this now? Yeah, we can have drinks on the pod, right? We did last year. Okay, it's going to be great. I'm interviewing MSU's head coach later. <laughs> 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 All right, we can get to it. If you um, pass me a glass, we'll, we'll get this going. Yes, let's, um, hold on. I have to take some of the straw out of here. You're good. This is exciting. Hold on. Do you want to drink out of your glass? Or I feel that... like that's kind of egotistical, but... Well, then definitely you're drinking out of it. I mean, your ego supports it. Uh, look at Give the... me the most handsome glass in there. You do look good. Uh, it's, these are phenomenal. It's got cash the ticket etched Jim, these the are other really side. Cool. You know what? I, I'm going to toast Evan Jenkins. Yeah, I'm, I'll have a little one. Oh. I'm drinking out of the Evan one. I, it's just tremendous. His hat cocked <laughs> up in the sky. Go ahead. Give me some of the holy sacrament. I don't care. Let's get involved. You know what's great? There's no FCC for a podcast. Cheers, boys. And cheers to you guys, the listeners. Just tremendous. Azalud. Merry Christmas, everybody. And cheers to Evan Jenkins, who is the spine of this program, the backbone of this, the amount of work that this guy does. Oh, it smells lovely. And now that I have nostrils. I think she's good. Let's get it. Let's start with year two highlights. Oh, let's do it. Who's excited I'm pumped. I am. This is the highlight of my day. Fuck my afternoon show. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home at this. I've been up since I've been up since four in the morning. This is this is what I've been looking forward to. So let's get after it. Yeah. So year two highlights. I have at the very beginning. We welcomed a new member to the show. Vern. Here he is. Hold on. Hold on. Happy Whoops. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning that off. <laughs> Vern the value cactus. It was a big addition. Yes. And although we programmed Vern a couple of times to say some uncouth things, yeah. the value thing is a thing. Not only is it the mug I've created for you, the stickers, but people. I had a guy yesterday. Did you hear this call? No. We're talking lion season tickets. Mm -hmm. And they raised the prices, and I told people, like, you want to own that nice car? Don't complain about what the insurance costs. You know, you want to buy that big house? You don't get to complain about the property taxes. Your team's winning. They're going to charge you. Guy calls up. He goes, hey, guys, before I get to my stuff on the tickets, Mike, question, you and Cookies kill it with the system that's not a system. I was wondering if Cal Davis qualifies for oh. the system. My co-host decided, he's like, I'm out. I, I set this topic up completely wrong. 
And I said, listen, it's not a play, here's why. But we have people calling the real radio show. He goes, I comb the card every night, love betting it. I want to make sure I'm doing this right. Mike, I'm looking at Miak Hoops. What do we think? <laughs> uh, it's So, yes, the value thing is a thing, and Vern is a part of it. And if you've seen, it's actually a popular Christmas gift, like parents for their kids, these little talking cactus things. Really? You see them on, like, TikTok and stuff. Really? Yes. We were ahead of the curve. In fact, I would claim that we helped put Vern in more homes in America. <laughs> more Vern, America's winning. <laughs> Uh, what else we got on here? I have me oh. becoming a meme. This is the opening weekend of college football, Spartan Stadium. This this is before we found out Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker. Before we found off, he, he found out he was a jerk off, literally, literally. and figuratively. Uh, Jim talked so much shit. Big CMU guy, CMU MSU opening night, and I had a get together just to kick off the season. Weather's nice, and you know, cook some good food and watching the game and I did not bother Jim at all. I don't do that. All of a sudden, holy shit, it's cookies. My buddy Travis, friend of 25 years, we look up at the screen and it's Jim, hand to face, just looking like he just wants to jump off the Verrazano Bridge and all of a sudden, Jim's phone blows up. You know and who I was sitting next to? Your Rico. Wife. Well, and Rico. I was avoiding that. Who, who I still think set me up for this moment. The longer it's gone on, the more I believe he knew someone in the production truck at FS1 because it stayed on you for a while. Well, Mike, this is what they do. You find the sad fan after the touchdown, but Rico's like, oh, I know who the saddest fan's about to be. You were surrender, Cobra. Yeah. That was tough. And you're right. It wasn't one second in the cutaway. It was like no. six seconds. And you know the worst seconds. part? Your wife tried to get, save you. Mm -hmm. She wanted to leave. She said multiple times, and I'm like, yeah, but I got points and one more drive, and I can still cover. Signs you married a gambler. Honey, I think it's time to leave, but I have the points. Chase Close Bauer quote. might come in, and, and right. things might, okay. I do. I God, there are so, I just, guys, you would have to tell us, you know, with, with your, like, I'll tell you what. As a Christmas gift, leave a five-star review on Apple and just, would you be interested in merch? Because the amount of sayings and things we could put on stickers, cups, and T-shirts alone, it's, it's unbelievable. Carry on. The next thing I had, I think this is semi-chronological, the Opus Weekend. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Was that the same weekend as the wedding for you? That was the wedding Opus, and it was the birth of the marital quad box where you took weddings by storm, revolutionized them. Yes. I even had, I had the iPad balanced against the bread basket at the head table while the speeches were going on. There's nothing wrong with it. Washington and Oregon was on. What did you want me to do? Then after the speeches and we, we, we you know, you have the breakout and all the idiots are dancing. We had four screens at the table. We had everything. We had it all covered. We had a huge weekend. 13 and two combined on the college day. Hit a huge parlay. It was beautiful. It was. We started hot this year. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big turnaround in college, that's for sure. Uh-oh, the next one is big uh-oh. I, I labeled it too much Chinese food. 
Guys, I haven't had Chinese food since late October. Yeah, that, I don't know when I will have it again. No, well, it was the Michigan-Michigan State game, and Jim and I had to do a live event in East Lansing that day. And also, shout out, uh, it'll be an airing of the grievances. Part of this day, I will air a grievance. But our plan was we were going to watch the game together. Mm-hmm. I go, I know MSU's going to get destroyed, but there were good games on that night. And I said, what do you think of some Chinese food? I get it like once every six months. I said, it's a great eat-your-feelings food. MSU's going to get their dicks kicked in. And I went nuts. You know, you just get on the menu, and you're like, one of these, one of these, two of these. Jim's never tried this. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop. Well, I said, Jim, there's one rule. You're taking the leftovers. Like, you just you get this out of my home. Like, we're not leaving this here. And my wife was out of town that weekend, too, so it was like, Bachelor. oh, here you go, Jim. You don't have to cook. How many days in a row did you eat Chinese food? I think I had it, like... Six of seven meals. <laughs> you got to understand. You got to understand, Evan. So we got these little like uh, desks in front of us. I think there was more food that can fit on this desk in the box leveled yes. two to three layers up that I took into my house at the end of the night. Yeah. And Evan, it was from the spot you and I talked about. I'm not going to oh, give yeah. a free shout out. They are very uh, generous with their portions. Um, yeah. And fun fact, I haven't had it since either. It's once every six months for me. It's honestly, and again, like, I, I do miss the fact I don't go home to New York anymore for Christmas. I miss my hometown Chinese food. I get it once a year now. I go home, when I go home to Saratoga, dude, Chinese food out here doesn't, doesn't register. You were saying East Coast more Chinese food, West Coast more Thai food. Yes, to me. We have elite Thai food in Detroit. I like the we Thai do. food scene here, yeah. Uh, Chinese food here is about a C-. minus. Mm. That, you know what? Let me ask you a question. What would the odds be? I'm giving advanced planning here. Yeah. What would the odds be for me to get the two of you and we do a, while I'm out there, I'll set the whole thing up. All you got to do is show up. I'll have a place for you to stay. I'll have everything taken care of. I'll have dinner reservations. I'll have our area at the track, everything. Live pod, Saratoga. Jim turns into a rail bird. I'm in if he's wearing a fedora. You want to wear a hat? Can I look like Sean Stellano? Yeah. Okay. I can make that happen real easy. I'll take you to Party City. You'll buy the Michael Corleone bodyguard set. You'll be all in. Perfect. I, I'm serious. And, and again, you can come out for 48 hours. But guys, live pod, Saratoga. I'll take you to the best Italian restaurant you've ever been to, and we'll get real New York Chinese food. I'm sold. Yeah, that sums up. And again, I rent the same house every summer, pool. You have your own bedroom, your own bathroom. It'll, it'll be proper. I won't, I won't charge you for the house, nothing. You just come out. And we, we knock out a live pod, and Jim goes full D-Gen mode at the track. Evan, could you set it up where we have a wireless? Yeah. Jim at the window on microphone attempting to bet horses. <laughs> I will get to work on this if you want to do it. Totally. Yeah. Now, what happens when you ask your wife about this? Is she going to look at you like you're a Martian? No, I don't think so. Like, is she going to be like, okay, it's gone too far? Like the betting or you? Who me? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, hold on. Am I already vilified? No, you're not. You're not. You're not vilified. Wait a minute. Have we stumbled on something? (laughs) This isn't the airing of the grievances portion. No, no. If anything, you are you are beloved. The idea to make these, I wish I could claim it was my own. These glasses are actually her idea. These are tremendous. Yeah, they're absolutely tremendous. Um, All right. My goal is Vegas, Saratoga, two live pots. Okay. Lord knows we got the backing to do it now. Man, I'm gonna okay. have some real fun in you. Carry on. Uh, I have Mike's on a bond oh. over stupid radio nerd shit. You have to explain it. Well, so Mike, 
Where's the little, uh, we call them lavalier mics in the industry. But when we tell him. That's like Evan saying he's a loyalty points member with the HVAC. But when you put. Lavalier mics. When you put the lav on, we do the little mics on jingle, which goes all the way back to FAN, Mike Francesa days. But it's worse worse than that. We go all the way back to Mike and the Mad Dog theme songs that we sing sometimes when we don't have mics on here. And it's just this dumb radio shit that we've bonded over. This was this was Jim also. He's hiding this fact. Him finding on YouTube a 17-minute loop of all of the old school New York radio radio jingles. And you I miss in the morning. Okay. I'm the fan. All right. <laughs> People, you could find it. Evan, you could splice those in. Couldn't oh, you? Who cares? <laughs> do you know how many podcasts out there use songs, movie quotes? They do whatever they want. I think you should, just for Jim's sake, splice in the little, little mics on. He's, He's ready, ready to, to go. go. I'm, I'm the, the fan. fan. New York Sports Radio. They'll get it, to the sports as best as they can. All right, all right let's just keep it moving. But what, but what made it so great is you have a reason. You grew up with it. Yeah, no, it's you're just your, insane. I'm just an insane person. Correct. But it's a little bonding moment we had. Uh, I got the playthrough envelope we already touched on. What uh, about the F7 alt strike through thingy? This was one of my favorite moments of the fall. We're capping it. I'll never forget the game. It was Marshall, Virginia Tech. Yeah. And it's we're going down our living document show sheet, and I come down to it. The writing is all of a sudden in brown. Normally, it's just regular. We'll highlight certain points with yellow. Green is a play, red is a pass, like shit brown, (laughs) and lines are through it. And I'm like, Jim, how did you do that? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's an F7 bibbidi-boo. And I'm like, what? So he's teaching me the, the keypad of how to strike through. Well, naturally, I fucked that up properly. So later in the broadcast, (laughs) all of a sudden... (laughs) You see a cap from one of my games, and it's like red leather balloon Chinese derp dot do play Air Force, <laughs> and it's, it's a total clown car. But it was one of the, at some of the that's I laughed so hard that episode because I'm really I'm good with tech in certain ways, and then in others it is I go full cocoon mode. F seven alt shift delete strike through. How the hell do you do that? That was amazing. I think it was different on a Mac, too, so you're just fumbling around over there. Total disaster. Playthrough envelope. Yes. A bit we created, I had talked Jim out of a bet. And then the next week, Jim didn't want to join me on something I felt strong about. You know what it was? Oregon over Colorado. Yes. Who could forget? And I said, you know what, Jim? Here's what we're going to do, buddy. I'm betting this game, and I'm buying you in. I'm not going to tell you how much I'm buying you in for. If I win, I'm bringing it in. But I did it with a twist because both Jim and I, our minds are geared. It's about content. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I got your money, right? I got you a dollar right here. I brought in an envelope. And I said, here's what you got to do. You want your money? You got to play through. Three playthroughs. And then you decide your fate. And that's how the big blank envelope was created. And each week, to Jim's credit, and to mine, let's be fair, I could have snaked the kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Double up. Double up again. Double up again. 
And by the time this was done, I'm bringing in a brick. He's like Dame Lillard on Hulu commercials, shooting the guns off. Yeah. <laughs> dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Um, a lot of fun. You, if you missed them, you could download some of those apps. They're, they're, it's fun. Uh, and apparently, Jim really put the money to use. Multiple nice dinners with the wife, and we got beautiful custom glasses. I, very exciting. That was also the start of the bully corner era of the podcast. It's my which, proudest moment. Which was a profitable exercise. And by the way, even if you didn't profit on it because you didn't follow along, it's still a life lesson. Get out of your comfort zone. That's bet right. the stuff that maybe you're not as comfortable, but you should find a way to bet it. And you bullied me into not one, not two, but it feels like a dozen or more good plays over and, the And they were the good. Season. I yeah. wasn't doing it just to be mean spirited. Bust your balls. Yeah. But like I got out of my comfort zone with totals on a lot of the Bully Corner stuff, the friendship total. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those were fun. I loved burying Dion Colorado before the public caught up. Yep. That was a magical we all, time. You were all over it. We both were. Texas OU feud I leave to you. This was your... You were so mad at me in this phase of the pod. Well, we had you all hopped up on the Longhorns from preseason until the very end of the season. But the one hiccup... I know, it kills me. Was, ...was that game in Dallas against Oklahoma. And, Mike, it was out of character for you. All the betting tidbits and trends and signals said, just sit this one out. You can still believe in Texas, but don't bet them on that day. Yeah. You, char you charged in, trudged in. I got got. And it was a horns-down Saturday. Yeah, it but was... it was the only horns-down <clears throat> Saturday of the year. I know. Because you got the last laugh. I didn't get my rematch. Oklahoma blew it. You hate to see it. Um, what is Cowboy Whisperer? This is something we haven't done, but it's happened. Okay. You've become the Cowboy Whisperer. Do you realize every time you bet the Dallas Cowboys, right side <laughs> or wrong, like you bet on them or against them and you're right every single time. It would be GB and then now we're getting off and then we're back on. Don't jinx it. I'm don't just, jinx it. I don't have the data, but I can like recall at least three or four lately that you have been right on when to bet with them and when to bet against them. I think I'm 4-0. If Sounds I'm right. just trying yeah. to draw upon... Well, you had them against the Eagles, and, it's and you had BGBs. against them against the Bills. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's fair. And it, it's good because it means I'm able to separate my hatred of them. I can... I can <laughs> Growing up a Giants fan. Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> all right. Airing of the grievances. If you're a Seinfeld fan, you know the drill. I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about them the new college football TV schedule. Quote, what fucking channel is this shit on? It's the Peacock. It's dueling N Monday Night Football. It's NFL Network. It's on, it's on Saturday. It's on Monday. It's on, I, I just, also the kickoff times with college football. Oh my God. It just, I, 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 I did not enjoy. Can we, this is not a new phenomenon, but it gets more infuriating every year. Fox does big noon kickoff. It's mm -hmm. their prerogative. They want to change what prime time is. Fine. Yeah. But can we do better than these four-hour games? I mean, it's it's borderline criminal how long it takes to get through what they deem to be the biggest game of the week. And it's normally a good matchup, but, Mike, you watch more commercials than football. 100%. Kickoff. Or commercial. Kickoff. Commercial. We, we saw a guy fair catch, and now we're back into five minutes of commercials. Time out on the field. Let's take it uh, with them. Guys, I don't have to pee enough to justify these commercial breaks. 
Only so many food snack breaks you can take. Airing of the grievances both ways for both of our teams. For me, Mel Tucker's hotel habits. For you, Jim McElwain and his big bad barn. Want to explain your guy? Yeah, I mean, he can go hang out in his mega barn on our university dime and lead us more into mediocrity. Awesome. I really thought he was going to be gone at the end of the season, missing a bowl for the second straight year. How about having a scumbag on his sidelines and camera glasses? Hello, hello. Sorry. Still no answer on that. Waiting. Uh, yeah, you and me both. Um, Mel Tucker ruined football and ruined my life. Um, Jim McElwain hurts a guy because all Jim wants is a guy who cares about his school and actually coaches. Here's an idea. McElwain defines figurehead. I can say that with certainty, and he's not going to deny it. Give me a young, hungry coach in the MAC who cares and wants to try. McElwain is more concerned about having bonfires at the barn. He literally lives in a barn. It's like a decked-out barn. Airing of the grievances, shout-out NFL officiating. Yeah. It has been the low point of my lifetime watching the NFL this fall with these officials. It's awful. Awful. Something every week. Jim hates the military. Yeah, I was say, airing of the grievances, America's military. Land, air, and sea, 14-21-1 against the number this season. I really tried. I bet on all three at different points. I attribute the fact that I had a great year in college football by avoiding these teams. I bet, I bet against Army to open the season. Sorry, everybody at West Point. I know a couple of you do listen, and we appreciate you. Sing second, beat Navy. Nice work. They were radioactive. I mean, Air Force, we dipped our toe. They burned me once late. Once Larrier went out, I wanted no part of it. But Jim's anti-military stance, in a football sense, yeah, I mean, was really a, a, a big bit. Mike, I opened the year betting Navy in Dublin against Notre Dame. Oops. Ended the regular season betting Navy against Army. Double oops. Oops. Yeah. Airing of grievances, um, America's military. <clears throat> I started my year uh, losing Nick Chubb and J.K. Dobbins in back-to-back -back weeks in the first quarter of back-to-back -back games, and my fantasy season ended. So <laughs> shout out Nick Chubb's leg being on backwards and J.K. Dobbins' Achilles blasting into space. Um, airing of the grievances, and I'll keep it short, Tommy Cutlets and his goofball agent. Hey! Hey! And by the way, now he's embroiled in a pizzeria controversy. Oh, he, made, he, he made good. His agent is a scumbag. Have you seen that he is no longer his marketing agent now? They've relegated him to just the football side. This is why we don't fall for cheap bits. Tommy Cutlets. Um, airing of the grievances, at least for me, Gus Johnson. Yeah. A man who used to be the best announcer in the game has become a complete parody. Whether it's hugging Michigan players on the sideline whether it is coining nicknames that don't exist, such as Maserati. No, his name's Marvin Harris. What about the Don? For a backup running back with a 3.7 yards per carry. Blake the Great. Right. Um, I actually have gone 180 on Gus Johnson from the times of him calling college hoops. Legendary. To now, he's an absolute parody. Making fun of Jimmy Jackson for Ohio State losing to Michigan. That? I heard it. I chose not to dignify it. Oh, I just had to say it. You know what I wanted Gus Johnson to do? I wanted Gus Johnson to wrap his hands, because NBA hands are oversized. Mm -hmm. They're like a big gulp. I wanted Jimmy Jackson to wrap his hands around Gus Johnson's throat and squeeze for roughly 18 to 21 seconds and choke the life out of him live on TV. That's what I, in my world, like if it was an MTV celebrity death match, I wanted Jimmy Jackson to just choke him and put him down. But, Mike, it's not even like the 
now cringy Gus-isms, early in the year especially, the dude was just missing stuff. Yeah, he's not prepared. Like, like Clatt, the Nebraska game, he's telling him just the only thing you can't do is stay in bounds. And then the guy goes out of bounds and he goes, like, they just were not on the same page. And it was because Gus wasn't paying attention. They're not prepared. Here's the other thing I don't like, and I know Jim disagrees with me. I'm old school. Play-by-play guy should never have an opinion. Color guy is the one who delivers the hammer. Oh, Gus is out here shredding Jeff Sims. Yet, when he's doing these Big Ten games... Oh, he don't say a thing. Listen, as someone who bet on Sims that day, he was speaking what I was speaking, and I didn't mind it that, as yeah, much. Right. Right. Basically, <laughs> basically, Jim, uh, what, what do you call it, a GFB? Yeah, a little in the Jim ear. was on the earpiece going, shred this motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and the last out of the game. The last thing, it was the worst beat of my year, and it's how the year started, and it was 0-1 on the BGB beginning. Tyler Shuck, Texas Tech, meaningless pick six with 10 seconds to go. The worst beat of my season. It was a BGB too, wasn't it? Yeah. I just will never forgive or forget a guy whose name is spelled slow, but it's pronounced shuck, which rhymes with suck. And fuck. Perfect. Don't know if you want to put those two together. We're probably talking about two different things. We, we were. Okay. <laughs> um, that's the airing of the grievances. Oh, no, it's not. No, there's a couple airing more. Airing of the and, grievances. And these apparently a little more personal <laughs> oh, Hold on a minute now. Wait a minute. Airing of the grievances, Jim's car and battery charging. <laughs> Hold on. Now, Jim was kind enough to drive to East Lansing for our live remote. I didn't realize that Jim's car gave you about 30 miles before you had to charge the battery. Now, it wasn't just that we had to pull over on our way up and our way back. We go on the way up, and Jim's like, oh, no, 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 no. They don't have the special plugs for my car. I go, well, what are all these? He goes, well, those are the slow chargers. I go, well, how slow could it be? We just, you know, what do you need? He goes, well, we'll sit here for 15 minutes. Mind you, we're watching Penn State and Ohio State on a cell phone. We sit there for 15 minutes. Do you know what the charger did for us? It got us like four miles. Yeah. I warned him. They were not worth our time. Then we're driving back, and he goes, Mike, I got bad news. I go, what? Now, we're driving home, and we want to get home. To the food and to the and game. And to Michigan, Michigan State, whatever. We got to charge. And we pull over. I mean, if you know anything about East Lansing to Detroit, it is some of the most desolate, mm-hmm. depressing, dark. We pull over. We got to charge again. And I'm like, how do you live this way? How often do you charge that little thing? So I just have it at home. It's actually more convenient. I oh, can charge at home. this is a huge flex. I have a plug in. <laughs> no, you have to if you're going to get an EV. And I never charge. I don't, I don't have to stop anywhere ever because I don't make drives so that far. I hit the loser lottery. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we've got a self-nomination of yeah. the airing of the grievances. So I wrote, self-nominated airing of the grievances when your co-host goes to the DR during Thanksgiving like a selfish prick. My bad. Put you guys in a hole for a few days while I'm sipping daiquiris. You know what, though? That, that, I'm going to self-nominate myself. No, but you got a free trip up. Yeah. And we made our way. We picked up the slack. And look, there's going to be, I have bad news for you. January 1, my PTO resets. <laughs> so there will be some time. Now, I have cut live pods from the road. I, I try to not do that. But, Jim. I was more jealous. I have never taken, in my 20 years in radio, I've never taken a vacation during football season. 
I was jealous because it is around Thanksgiving. I start, you know, the um, fuel level low light comes on for me. You need to plug your car in. And I was just, yeah, I needed to plug in, <laughs> trickle charge or otherwise. And I was more, I was so envious of like, man, what would a week of 80 degrees and sun and relaxation do to power you up for the drive to the Super Bowl? I wasn't mad. I was more like, wow, I wish I could pull that off. Now, you better savor the flavor. Oh, it's not going to be like that moving there forward. There is no way doing morning drive that you can you're taking November, a week off No, yeah, I get you. There's no and way. I know. We've already had the discussion with the in-laws. Like, it may, maybe not during football season. Hey, I got season. bad news for you, all right? I mean, I happen to know your agent. So, <laughs> there is no way. That's what I'm saying. You savor the flavor. And I don't plan on taking time off for quite a while. When you launch a show, you can't be missing no. time. So, so you, you take a week when you need a week. The, I got you. The last grievance is to the sky. Now, I'm not a religious man. I'll just tell you, whatever was out there, shout out staggered sickness. <laughs> Jim almost barfing in the pod studio, running out. And Evan and I looked at each other and go, he either hates our guts or had to shit his pants. <laughs> One of the two. We find out later in the day, he almost threw up in here. Jim gets sick, goes down for the count. So we have to, we take care of some things. We do the bowl thing separate, tough. Mm -hmm. What happens like literally four days after? Now, I did not get the vomits or the poops. It was all head and chest congestion, coughing, no nostril usage, bad. But staggered sickness when you're trying to run a pod and radio shows, not optimal. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I did something I never do. So I had to go to, I had to fly to New York last Wednesday. I had meetings and then obviously my Friday duties for the Boomer show and then this pod mm -hmm. and my afternoon show. I talked to my co-host and even Evan's like, dude, you sound like dick. Yeah, go home. Go, Stay go home. where? Go where? To the prison cell called a hotel? So I- Rest I, your vocals. Don't do another show. So Rico, my co-host, five, five star zone if you like Big Ten football and basketball, um, he goes, I'm calling Powers, our PD. So Jimmy calls me. He goes, what the hell is wrong with you? He goes, Mike, like, what are, you, what are you trying to prove? Like, just take the afternoon. I go, I said, Jimmy, I'm going to do you one better. I go, I'm calling Delta. I got to get the fuck out of here. Because I felt myself going downhill. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't, know if, I don't know if people are going to be angry at me going, oh, my God. You flew you, sick on a plane. I'm like, guess what? I couldn't stay in New York in a continuum. Yeah. I was supposed to fly the next day. Yeah. Jim, if I didn't get home last Friday, dude, by Saturday morning, I was, no way could I have boarded a flight Saturday morning. You would have been marooned. I came home. Yeah. I was done. Worked from home the last two days, and then, yeah, now I'm back today. Dude, I got my ass kicked. I have not been that sick in a long, long time. Got destroyed, so shout out Staggered Sickness. The final grievance that we air today. All right, you want to get into food. Oh, to Christmas feasts? Because mm -hmm. yeah. well, before we do food, real quick, Christmas, maybe people don't realize this about you. Yes. You're a big Christmas guy. Huge. Huge. And I think because on like the exterior, they're like, oh, he's kind of a dick. You love the holidays, the sentimentality, the family. You did a great episode last year talking about those drives back home to New York when you were getting started in your radio career. I never career. realized you listened to that. I did. Well, touching stuff. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if that's serious or not. No, I don't mean it. that smarmy. I know um, that's kind of the default. Yeah. I Well, it's funny too, is in radio, like I always laugh about it, is I think one of my biggest misgivings is yes, I'm a private person 
And I, I don't like what society's become where everybody feels a need to share everything. But I think one of the costs of being private is people don't get a chance to know you beyond what you give them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I love Christmas. I love my family dearly. And I am incredibly happy off the air. Like I don't go home and argue with my wife about Troy Weaver and Pistons trades. I like, I have passions. But you're a passionate person. Yeah, I have passions in this world that don't reside in sports. And as an Italian, now I, I can't speak for other cultures. I know being Italian, Christmas specifically, Christmas Eve is the Super Bowl. There is no other holiday that charts or compares. So yeah, like, also for me, Christmas represented for, I'm trying to think now, up until 2017, Christmas represented one of the two times I got to see my family. Like, it's just how life works when you live far away from home. So I would go home in August, Saratoga, and try to spend a week, and then football's here. You don't go home for Thanksgiving. It's not possible. You're in the most important ratings book, Yep. And I admit it, like I'm dedicated to my craft. This is my life's work and I've built my life around my job. But Christmas represented as we got older, it was a chance like my parents had my baby sister when I was, let me think about this, 96. So I was 16 when they had my baby sister. It's a big gap. Two years later, I left for college. She's two. Yeah. I missed a lot of her growing up. So my relationship with her is very special. It represented a chance to see her. And then my middle sister, look, she was born, let's see, what, 87? So, yeah, like she went away to college. It was, we were all together. Christmas, walking into my parents' home, and you're like, holy shit, I'm home. Thank Christ. Like, you get a chance to just be yourself, be around the people you love. And yeah, Christmas Eve, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, because we are super, like, old school Italian. So, yes, I love it. If you didn't, Evan, is that episode still available? Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you a question. Is it, forgive me, no, is it tacky for us to repost that? No, and just label it like something like, revisit. yeah, revisit, just yeah, so people know. Yeah, just so people can find it easily. But it was, it's it's evergreen. I mean, it's not gonna feel just out of date. Just a way, I don't know, a way for people to get to know me better, but yeah. understand like what it all means and why you do this shit. Can we, is that, I don't wanna stress you out. No. Is that good? Let's repost that. Perfect. So what do you want to what do you want to do? The feasts? You want to do Christmas music, Christmas movies, or Let's Christmas the, food. Why don't we start with the food? Let's do it. Um, but I want you to go first. I want to switch this up because all you wrote was Jim's family, quote, stepping it up this year, no reheated pizza. We talked last year and you were like dismayed at the food options and presentation. My offer still stands. If you wanted me to make you and your wife a real legitimate to-go, I will do that for you. But look, because you were making me sad. Uh, well, and, and it is what we do. I mean, a lot of times it was like a reheated pizza. We, it was God. about the people, not the food, right? Well, okay. I got a phone call from my mom last week, and she goes, hey, we're doing a little, little more food this year for Christmas Eve, unprompted. Okay. And I go, okay, what was that? What does that mean? And it's not going to be to your Feast of the Seven Fishes. Don't worry about it. But we're doing like uh, like a brown sugar ham. Good. We're doing some cheesy potatoes. That's very Midwestern. Very Midwest. My mom uh -oh. does like a mastacholi that we're oh, going to do. No. 
With the homemade sauce. She's going to do like the whole dish. Not the mastacholi. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nah, it's just, that's not. It's not what? What? It's not what? Say it. Mastacholi is not a real thing. There's no Italian person who has ever had a family mastacholi <laughs> recipe passed out. Mastacholi. It's noodles and sauce. I mean, it's, right, it's like a creation. Yeah, yeah. It's like Olive Garden's menu. Sorry, no slander. <laughs> but like, they create things that do not exist. <laughs> but there is a, there is like an Americanized Italian that isn't like true Italian, right? I mean, that's like a whole thing. But anyway, yes, there's going to be, like, a mastacholi. So some actual, like, love and care and, like, prepared meals. And, like, I have no belief that they listened to last year's food episode. But it was kind of suspicious that as we're rolling around, like, oh, no, 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 hey, Dude, we're I, doing a better job this year. Don't, don't, don't speak ill of us on the podcast. That was not expressed. Oh, dude, but, that's what you're making me feel like, though. You don't think. I don't think so. Would your brother have narked you? No, I don't think so. Does your brother know that this exists? I don't know if my brother knows what day it is half the time. I love that man. Yeah, uh, just he's so cut you, from the Evan Jenkins cloth. Yeah, just so you know, Jim and his brother couldn't be more different. Jim's brother is a professional bong maker, glass blower, who makes bongs. Right, yeah. he makes he makes bongs. Just call it what it is. It's a full time <laughs> job. I didn't say it wasn't. I just, you know, <laughs> hey, I don't think you're calling Man's him. Got a mortgage and a car, and right, but like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're calling him. Going, who do you like this weekend? Oregon, Washington. Weirdly enough, the only sport he follows, basketball. What? Yeah. Weirdly into the NBA. Well, actually. Evan, that, it's kind of like, That might be half the, his clientele. <laughs> Bongs and hoops. There it is. I mean, uh, the NBA players love the weed. There you go. Um, all right. No, he wouldn't have you out. For dessert, my mom is a great baker, so she's going to do fudge, sugar cookies, or chocolate chip cookies are <laughs> her go-to, so we'll have that. By the way, I had my first brookie. Oh, did oh. you? Yeah. So my wife had a Christmas party while I was out of town with some of her coworkers and, you know, people's, you know, like a, a ladies' night, if you mm-hmm. will. One of the women baked brookies. Nice. And I go, what the hell are those things? She goes, so-and-so, they're brookies. I go, oh, this is what Jim was talking about. I brookie. go, give me one of those. And? Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I told her, I said, I love you with all of my heart. I go, get these out of this house. I go, I don't care if you give them to a homeless person. They cannot stay here. That's, that's, that's how I control things is I go, you know, now my wife is baking up a frenzy right now. And I'm like, babe, you're, you're, what are you trying to do? But this is what happens. It's like, bake a palooza around Christmas. And I'm like, what are those? Oh, those are espresso chocolate chip cookies. I'm like, oh, 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 that's a seven layer cookie. Oh, I'm making a homemade cheesecake Friday. I go, babe, stop. There there aren't enough days at the gym to make up for it. No, I'm like, you can't do this to us. Uh, It's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. What do you want? For, you want to go down the go, feast to the seven yeah. fishes? You tell me and, and reset right. this for people who are new to what Mike Valeni Christmas looks like. So super traditional Italian Christmas Eve is it's called the feast of the seven fishes. And the way it works, you know, you don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. I don't subscribe to that. But this is traditional. And it goes all the way back to my first memories where my father's mother would do 
the seven fishes, and my mom and my aunts, and, and they would all go over and prep it day of. Yeah. Now, we've gotten smarter about this. You prep some of this a day ahead. You have to. But it is a labor-intensive thing because seafood is finicky, right? Like oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's not like a ham or a turkey where you ah, throw the fucking thing in the oven yeah. and figure it out. So... There are some traditional items that you don't steer from. Um, now, families can do whatever they want to do. And I don't know many people that do it. Shout out if you're doing the seven fishes. And I'm sure there's some East Side Italians in Detroit that do. So how many are you doing? You doing only five of the seven fishes? No, we do all seven. Oh, okay. How dare you? Um, Is that like sacrilege that you would leave out one of the fish? Or two of the fish? In our fa- you know what it is, Jim? You couldn't I, be like, you know what? I'm not really feeling uh, calamari no. this year. Well, first of all, I had to earn the holiday. So, you know, my parents are not, it's so weird because we could, we could go down a different rabbit hole. It's like for the first <laughs> time in my life, it's weird. I've started to view my parents as old. Like I've never viewed my parents as old. They don't act old. Although my dad's memory is shit. But he doesn't act old. He's like no. exuberant. No, he's fun and he's energetic. It's just his memory is dog shit. But like, I've started to view them as old and around the holidays it intensifies and you start thinking about mortality and all kinds of things. But like in our family, long story short, I had to like earn the right to host this puppy. Mm-hmm. This was, there are three, you know, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, and then Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So what my mom decided was, all right, we are going to portion these out. Now, my mom, you are not going to take Thanksgiving from her. You will have to pry it from her cold, dead hands. Mama V's doing Thanksgiving. Okay. And that whole deal, Jim, it's like changing uniforms in the NFL. You have to file for approval on what you're bringing. And if you're... I remember you talking about it's it. A, it's a big thing. <laughs> um, and being that, uh, I don't want to catch any shit. I don't think they're going to listen to the pod, but this is just what it is. I'm the best cook in the family. Now, my mom... Oh, now, here's your uh, Evan cool yeah, heating and yeah, cooling moment. this is moment. my loyalty Not points. Not to brag, call. but... Uh... Yeah, this is my lavalier <laughs> moment, right? <laughs> now, my mom, with the traditional Italian shit, she's a G. But I pursued cooking starting in my early 20s. Like, when I was in college, like, the roommates, once a month, we would try... Like, I would make good shit for the crew so we could eat real food. But I pursued all different kinds of things and learning and techniques. And all right, so long story short, I was entrusted with Christmas Eve starting four years ago. So I take it serious. Now, we all work on this, but here is the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Now, I'll give you the what we do is we do appetizer courses at noon, dinner at four. So you're allowed to graze. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to watch the football. You know, I have a, a cigar set up outside where I've got the fireplace. I got a nice, believe it or not, a buddy of mine. <laughs> it's, it sounds stupid. But he bought me a Christmas present a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Very kind of him. And I, I helped with his bachelor party and his wedding and stuff like that. He bought me this commercial grade construction heater. So you plug it in and it's got about a six foot blast radius of heat. So if I pop that thing on and I got the fireplace on, you got a little aura that you can have a cigar in the winter. So we'll have a little cigar area. So like we, we make it a real nice day for everybody. Plus I have to get away from the kids. So 
here's the deal. Appetizer courses. Um, fried calamari, or as we call it, galamad, because we're from, my family's from Naples. It's broken Italian, but fried calamari. You got to soak it in buttermilk for 24 hours. Rings and tentacles. And you fry up some cherry peppers with it. A little spicy bite. Um, fried calamari. We do, we're going to do something new. Normally, you fry up smelts, which are like a real salty fish about this big. Mm-hmm. You fry them whole. You bread them and fry them. Super salty. I'm going a different route. In Italy, they're famous for a lot of things, but one of the things they do really well is curing fish. And they take, whether it's tuna, sardines, anchovies, in good olive oil. And it's not cheap. Like, it's good. Mm-hmm. So lose your illusion of the little tin can and this hideous fish. So one thing you can do is you take these sardines that are packed in olive oil, a little bit of butter and a little bit of garlic, and you put it on a crostini. Like you take, you know, bread, slice it, a little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, bake it. Like think about a giant crouton. Mm -hmm. Sardine crostinis, delicious. Then we do what's called a bacala salad. So you take this salted cod and you got to rehydrate it. You got to put it in water for three days, then take it out. Bacala salad is the salted cod, olives, uh, red onion, garlic, celery, hot cherry peppers, good stuff. vinegar, olive oil, good crusty bread. It's a really nice salad, Jim. Um, and it is. It's salty. It's seafoody. Um, so those three. I am going to make, uh, as a part of the starter course, we do a very traditional pasta. So we call it alige. I think if you went to a restaurant, you would call it spaghetti alla olio. Um, <laughs> so, what is that voice? Is that like you're like? <laughs> well, it's like the over enunciation of everything. Like we call it alige or like spaghetti aiu. It'd be like spaghetti alla olio. Um, is that how like like stereotypical white people order yes. an Italian restaurant? Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm looking for ricotta cheese. We call it regat. So like. What we do, you can do it two ways. It, it, and it's real. Jim, this is simple. You could make this for your wife mm-hmm. for a romantic night. Oh. Just take good olive oil, little frying pan. Yeah. Crush up some garlic, medium heat, please. Don't, don't burn, burn it. it. Yeah. Good Calabrian chili, or just crushed red pepper, a little oregano, nicey, nicey. You can either take good anchovies and olive oil, dissolve a few in there, or Christmas Eve, we use what's called botarga. Botarga comes from Sardinia, and it's dried, salted mullet roe. It's called the gray mullet. Okay. They call it Italian caviar. It's not that expensive. You can get it on Amazon if you wanted, and you grate the Botarga in there, and it dissolves. Okay. But it's just that, it's that salty, briny, and you toss the pasta in, a little bit of pasta water, mm-hmm. and then toasted breadcrumb over the top. Delicious. Lovely. Okay. So that's our appetizers. We'll also put out some good olives, a um, little bit of mortadella, a little bit of provolone, you know, good stuff. All right. Main courses. We stuff the calamari. That's the pain in the ass. So we'll all get together Saturday morning. You take the tubes, Evan, right? You cut the head off. All right. Tentacles are over here to tube. Evan's okay. nodding like he's done this before. Think, no, I'm just trying to think of them stuffed. You think about it like a giant condom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Well, and you got to stuff the condom, right? So you, you make a breadcrumb stuffing, garlic, herbs, breadcrumb, nice. You stuff them, 
You gotta pinch the top. You have to literally sew the top. Mm -hmm. Then you're just gonna quickly brown them in a pan and then they go into a pot of homemade sauce. Now that sauce is gonna take on the flavor. It's gonna be a very seafood heavy sauce. Mm -hmm. But you cook it in there eight, 10 hours. Stuffed calamata is like your centerpiece. I'll do a shrimp franchise or you could do a shrimp scampi. You could do a stuffed shrimp. Shrimp franchise is just easy. You're mm -hmm. gonna, a little egg wash, a little flour wash, cook the shrimp up, take them out of the pan, deglaze with a little white wine, capers, garlic, and a little bit of either fish stock, you could buy it in the store, or chicken stock. Thicken the sauce, put the shrimp back in, boom, done, easy, lovely. Uh, we will do halibut with a garlic and breadcrumb crust. Sounds okay. awesome. Yeah, you just take the square, top the fish, it's buttery, I, I can't bullshit you, it's no. not good for you. But you take it <laughs> and you broil it. You can also you do, do it once a year. Right, you can also do a fried white fish. Um, but we're gonna do that. Uh, we do make chicken parm for my kid sister who doesn't eat fish. So this is her, this is her, this is her seventh ring of hell, which is Christmas Eve. But the chicken <laughs> parm is there for no good reason. Um, and then as a side, what really goes delicious with the fish, take some nice potatoes, peel them. Mm -hmm. You're gonna cut them in squares. Put them in, put them in the water, boil them until they're fork tender. Drain them, dry them, take them out. You're gonna buy. You can, do, you can do oil, go to Amazon and spend 10 bucks. You're gonna buy either duck fat, you can do beef tallow, you can do whatever you like. You're gonna, take a, you're gonna take an unhealthy amount of that fat and you're gonna put it in a lasagna pan. Heat the fat up, 375. Then, you gotta make sure your potatoes are dry, you're gonna, you're gonna get burnt. The potatoes go in that fat and you're gonna roast the potatoes in the fat, put some sage in there, rosemary, thyme, Flip the potatoes halfway through. Jim, you come up with the crust. It, think of it like chicken nuggets if they were potatoes. Put that on the side of the fish, really, really nice. Um, and then desserts, I, this is not my department. My mother and my wife handle that deal. There'll be a homemade cheesecake guaranteed. There'll be uh, sfiatelles, which are an Italian pastry, um, some Italian cookies. It, I don't do a lot of dessert, believe it or not. I'd be happy with like a little little cup of coffee, and I could have a, a bite or two. I'd rather just eat the good shit. Yeah. Cocktail list, I mean, anything you want. I mean, it could be Manhattans, martinis. My wife has begun doing these Christmas cocktails. You know, she she's she's all over the place with stuff. Yeah. She's got this Christmas cocktail. It's got a sprig of rosemary and whole cranberries on top, Ooh, and it looks like festive. a Christmas tree. Yeah. Whatever, I, I'm fine. Hey. Just, I'm good. <laughs> But yeah, it, it we make a big thing of it. And it's just, it's awesome. Christmas music's going and and it's, uh, I wish football wasn't on. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I just want to spend time with my family. But I'll I'll pay attention, I have to. Yeah. But. On well, the night game too, I mean. Will you please with that? Could I just watch a Christmas movie and be left alone? But yes, uh, I'm excited. So yes, Christmas Eve for us, big deal. It's fun. If you guys have Christmas Eve recipes, Hit them in the reviews. Please, and email them too. If you if they, you need more space, some of you guys like writing novels, the way to do it is going to be the email emails. them in. Yeah, cashticketpodcast at gmail.com. Now, of the things I've described, yes. what is the one thing you would eat? What is the one thing you'd be like, do not put that near me? The halibut sounds great. I mean, chicken parm is good for anything. That's obvious. Yeah. That's safe. Um, 
not a huge seafood person. Yeah, I know. It's in, it's an intimidating. I, the calamari is not for me. I've, Got it. I've done it, so I'd I'd rule that out. I don't know that I'd try. I'd I'd give you a sardine crostini. Yeah. I don't. I think you'd be scared. I think the linguine with the botarga. You I would, would that like. be like just maybe a little outside the comfort. If I, I don't like 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 anchovies, we talked about it on the pizza, but this isn't like heavy anchovy. It's just to get the saltiness, that's right? Right. So I, that would be right on the edge, and that's hey, you take what bully corner. Yeah. You go with that. I'll dress it up nice for you. You wouldn't, you know what's funny? For years, we didn't tell my sister what was in it, and she liked it. <laughs> That's like people who don't realize, like, a Caesar salad has, like, Caesar dressing as anchovies. Yeah. People don't know it. Yeah, they're they a flavoring, and then they find they're out a flavoring go, agent. Uh, now, when you try to just slap them on a pizza, that's a whole different yeah, experience. Different. I don't expect you to like that. All right, I just wondered. You said Christmas music in the background, so let's do that. Yeah, th- this is honestly the point in the episode. I had a big problem with you. I was shocked. Well, I worked ahead of you, and I put mine down, and then I see your, I'll call it classic, I'll be nice, your classics that you put on there. Take the pretense out. What did you really say? That's kind of like old Christmas music. Thank you. Good. I'm glad we got to it. All right, you want Kind of old man Christmas music? I, I think traditional is the more appropriate. That's why I said classic, but then you said, All what right, was your so real reaction? we have to do our top five each? Yes. Okay. Evan, this might be the biggest differential this man and I have. Listen to his list, and then listen to mine. You go first. Ah, let me take another sip. Yeah, you need a sip for this, because when I read this, I go, we are, we are just from different planets. I, I have a lot of the popular, fun Christmas songs. And there's a classic or two squeezed in there. Now, here's a question. Could we lace a little clip of these? I don't know about Oh. How Certain much ones. how much would be like if you played five seconds of a song? Is that copyrighted? Yeah, the Mariah Carey would be Well, she ain't on my list. Well, she's on my list. I have all I want for Christmas is you. Which is a good song. Mariah I'm not Carey. saying it's it not. It should be on a top five. It's on my Christmas playlist. Okay. Of course. But on a top five, it's in the top five for me. I also have, and this is where I really drew your ire. Got some wham in there. Good last Christ. Christmas. I mean, this. You're bobbing your head. Everybody's feeling good when Wham! Last Christmas comes up. Last on. Christmas, I, I gave, gave you my heart. click. <laughs> right, right. It's about sadness, and I, I miss you. But and the tone just... is upbeat. That's all that matters. <laughs> right, right. That's great. Uh, I have Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Andy Williams. There's your Stud. old man Stud. classic Christmas. Stud. Yes. Andy Williams, Fox. I. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be in your head when you hear it this holiday season. This man fucks. Uh, I have rocking around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee. So I do have some classic you, flavor. You do. It was the wham that really got me. And the last one I Wait have. Wait a minute. Oh, I know where I had a problem with you. Yeah, your Christmas movies. We'll get to those. Okay, I put Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Jackson 5 edition in the top five. Solid. I'll tell you the Jackson 5 one I cannot tolerate. What one? Mommy I saw kissing. It. Yeah. Ridiculous. Because here's what's happened Mommy wasn't kissing Santa Claus. Well, you already gave people your Santa, Santa Claus, Claus was giving uh, mommy yeah. a moose ride. I mean, who are we kidding? Get back in your bedroom. You don't want to see this. The one thing that wasn't in my top five that I needed to just get your reaction to. Sure. It, I imagine it's the official Christmas song of Tommy Cutlets. Oh. How are you feeling about Dominic the donkey? The Italian Christmas donkey. I have PTSD. Yeah, no. My grandma Mitzi played it on repeat. I... I I'm not a huge fan. It's not a traditional Italian Christmas song? 
It's on the list just because one time I have to play it for my niece and nephew, and they do like it. Okay. I I think it's... <laughs> Dominic the Christmas Donkey for Italian people is like the Chipmunks Christmas for white people. <laughs> you don't like it, but it's just there. It's part of the thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Uh, uh, I'm not a huge fan of that. So what major? And again, I don't hate these, but they're all no, the I same vibe. And, and you know what's funny? I did. I, I wrote this as an aside. I never realized you listened to that episode last year. Yes, with, because Marshmallow World. Yeah, and I mean, for me, the Christmas songs, it's a lot like the food. They're metaphors for what the holiday is really about. So you're right in that these songs to people that... They're personal. They're not attached to anything. You're right. They'll be like, well, what's the big deal about these? Or these aren't as famous as other things. Look, I'm all for Harry Connick or Michael Buble Christmas or Mariah. Like, those are hits. But, like, the honorable mention would be anything that emits from the angelic mouth of Nat King Cole. Oh, absolutely. The entire collection. So The guy's a talent like we don't have. And not anymore. Nat King Cole Christmas... Lights are dim, fireplaces on, Christmas trees on, maybe a little cocktail. It is that moment of reflection that when everyone leaves the house on Christmas Eve, I will sit there and just take stock of my year and just Nat King Cole, Bucks, legend. nuts. Any of it. Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, Bon Natal. I mean, he, he fires an Italian classic oh, yeah. in there. There you go. Now, listen, here are the top Five for me. At number five, Winter Wonderland, Tony Bennett. Great one. Uh, Tony Bennett, legendary. His rendition of Winter Wonderland, incredible, great backing band. Happy Holiday at number four, Andy Williams. Mm-hmm. Number three, Baby It's Cold Outside. My dad's favorite Dean Martin song, part of the Christmas theme. And I I wrote this about my number one song, but these top three, it is all tied to driving home in my early 20s, dying to just get home because I hadn't been home in so long. These are family. So Baby It's Cold Outside, Dean Martin. I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm, Dean Martin. And then the number one. And here's what I wrote. And I didn't realize Jim had listened to this episode, but it's tying into what this all, like, what they mean and why, you're like, well, that's not that great of a song. For me, if I think back, I can picture my parents' old house in New York, I can picture the way it smelled, I can picture the decorations, and it was almost like this feeling of, like, relief of being home. When you're gone and you're just not near any of your family, it's a weird thing. And I left at 17, but it's Marshmallow World, Dean Martin. And it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't feel like it's Christmas until I hear that song. So those are my top five. An honorable mention to anything Nat King Cole does. No Sinatra. No. Very heavy Dean Martin. Sinatra, fabulous, but not Christmas. Okay. I think his Christmas is inferior to Dean Martin's Christmas. I just, that's, and again, I guarantee you I only feel that way because that's how my dad feels. And I grew up with listening. My, my dad was always a Dean Martin guy, not a Frank guy. Interesting. Do I love Frank? Of course I do. 
you know, it's funny. Certain songs, they like bring emotion. Marshmallow World, just any other Christmas song to me. But when I listened to you talk about it on the podcast a year ago, oh yeah, every time I hear it now, like I, it doesn't bring the same emotions as no, it does for you. But, but like I, I hear it a little differently now. Sure, because for me, I remember. I can, I can think back, and it's weird, Jim, because I know it's, it won't connect with you, but like. I know every mile marker of that drive from Detroit back to upstate New York. Every city, every exit, what restaurants are at the rest stops on each exit. Did you go through Canada? Yeah, the yeah. 401 to the 403 to the QEW to the Blue Water Bridge, the whole bit. And then I, I would always, towards the end of the trip, there's a town probably about 45 minutes outside of where I lived. It's called Amsterdam. And it's kind of... It's a dump of a town, but when you're on the highway and it's getting towards night, because I would always leave the same time every year, um, you know, you look down at the town, you're up on the highway, it's in the valley, and you would crank the Christmas music. And you'd be like, oh my God, I'm almost there. And when you're 45 minutes away, you know every yep. mile marker, every deal. And yeah, like you, you, you would flip on some of these songs and you would just, you're like, oh, can I please get home, please? And you would, you just, I can't explain it. There's a way yeah. your parents' house smelled. And my mom would always have something on the stove and you would just sit down well, and you're like, oh, I'm finally back. Like, Jesus Christ. So yeah, like there's a, there's a tie Well, and it takes it. you back to, because you, you don't do Christmas Eve that way anymore. Like for no. me, it's always been my grandpa's house Christmas Eve. Yes. Now, and he's in his 90s and I hope we get as many Holy more. shit. And I hope we get as many as we can. How's but, his health? remarkably good. I mean, really? the guy's had like heart attacks and strokes, but like he's, he's with it. This is like his day, Christmas Eve. When, whenever that day is that we don't have that, like all you're going to have are these, That's these right. memories That's and these right. connections. Music and food. Yeah. They're just metaphors yeah. for the, the things that they really mean. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Totally. We have time to get to the movies. Yeah. And, and you have it. some issues. You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. This is some kind of list. Top five Christmas movies. I went Christmas Vacation. Awful. Really? I hate Chevy Chase. Cousin Eddie makes me want to beat the shit out of That's somebody. That's the point. I don't want to be upset. Sometimes you have a character movie. in a movie that everybody hates. The guy is such a He's scumbag. He's a piece of shit, I know. He's terrible. The dog is slobbering He's all over everything. He's revolting on purpose. It's, it's a part of the movie. Both of his kids need a goddamn bath. It's awful. Now listen... Maybe it's jumped the shark to some people. Maybe it hasn't aged as well to some people, but it's forever a classic, and I have it on my list. And Chevy Chase is not a nice person. Okay, I just care if the movie's good or not. That's right. It. Okay. Okay. I have Home Alone on there. Love. Okay, good. Not No blowback on Home Alone. None. Kevin McAllister. None. Keep the change of filthy animal. It's great. Love. I have The Grinch, but not, not the, like, um... I like the cartoon version. Yeah, Jim doesn't like the new wave Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah, it's, it's a little much. Okay. I have Muppets Christmas Carol. This was the one. How oh, you the got Marley hell? and Marley in the two? How many times we reference like people being the two old you know, Marley and Marley? But it's stunning that this made a top five of Christmas. Well, I like the story Christmas Carol, so you got to pick your best version of Fair. it. Fair. Okay, so that's why I put it on here. And then this is a newer one. My fifth one you probably haven't seen. Came out in 2019. Definitely didn't see it. Claws. What is Claus? It's like an origin story of Santa. So, like, he's just, there's, like, an old guy. He lives in the wilderness. There's this dude delivering, like, posted stuff. They get connected. It's kind of sappy, but it's it's like an origin story of Santa, and he gets him back to delivering letters and gifts and presents. 
It's new. It's got good ratings. Amazing. Claws. See, I think you have an egregious oversight. But what that's did I okay. Mi- what did I miss? All right. So for me, Home Alone. Yes. Love. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Why? I'm a sucker for anything in New York. And I loved it. The scene where Marv is getting electrocuted and turns into the skeleton. <laughs> it's great. Oh. I just didn't want to waste two spots on Home Alone. I but understand. I get the New York thing. Now my beef with Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. The scene at the end, if you've never been to New York City near Christmas, the very idea that Kevin McAllister and his mom would be alone at Rockefeller Center <laughs> at the tree. Just by themselves. People, if you've ever been to Woodstock or you've seen video of the Glastonbury Festival, like, it is a mosh pit of humanity. Please, you had to sprinkle a few people in there. Um, Elf makes the list. No. My middle sister. This is this is the one I wouldn't have expected you to have. I, I think this is such a bad, I'm, I'm going to get hate for this. I don't care. I think this is such a bad Christmas movie. It's absurd. The whole thing's absurd. It's my middle sister's favorite movie. I grew up having to watch it. I have now gotten to a point. It's so ridiculous. I actually like it. But Will Ferrell playing a grown adult who acts like a seven-year-old. I know. It's just, it's like grating for me. Bye, buddy. It's great. Good luck finding it's your like dad. Just cringe. Oh. Hope you find your dad. And it's on. That's, e- that's Evan on gummies popping up oh. out of the water. And it's on everybody's top five list. 10 a.m. I just I, Santa's here. But not. I just was like, but not Mike. I thought Mike would keep it off his list. But even you have succumbed to this like elf propaganda. Everybody says it's a top five Christmas. I'm movie. here with my dad. <laughs> and I'm. What's singing. the scene with like the spaghetti and like all the? It's oh. atrocious. Oh. Uh, Christmas Story is okay. probably my number one. I've always, I've always loved it. It's part creepy, part funny. I love that movie dearly. I And I, I will absolutely sit down and try to watch that this weekend. And then there's a tie. There's a smattering. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, I've always enjoyed. Okay. Um, Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, different vibe, but yeah. Because I enjoy some of the dark humor. The raunchy. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. TV executive, but that's a good movie. They don't show it enough. This is the dumbest one. It's the worst of the movies, but I can't help it. I just enjoy it. Four Christmases. Which one is Four Christmases? Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, okay. um, Reese Witherspoon. I've probably seen they it. They lie not... to their families because their families are such train wrecks and yeah. they go on vacation every year. Their flight gets canceled and they have to go to the four houses. <gasps> And it's a shit show. I don't even think I've seen this. You've never seen Four Christmases? No, now I'm realizing I have. Maybe that'll make the list this year. It's, I can't say it's good. Listen, we could watch Niners and uh, Ravens or Four Christmases. Real debate. There it is. Uh, we, we didn't list, I'm surprised because you've made references to this Christmas movie over the years. The Rudolph the Reindeer claymation. Yeah, I, 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 I just view it as a Christmas special, not a movie. It's 30 minutes. It was made in like 1960. Silver and gold. What a soundtrack, by the way. You want to talk soundtrack? The Year Without a Santa Claus, Heat Miser, Snow Miser. Are you familiar with their work? No. The movie itself is terrible. The premise is like Santa's going to take a year off and then he has to be convinced to be Santa for the year. It's, it's a lot of claymation like the Rudolph one. I got to Google this. But there's Heat Miser and Snow Miser, and they have this little duet. Their mom is Mother Nature. It's a little song and dance number. Oh, my number. God, this is yeah. nightmare fuel. <laughs> the Heat Miser's terrible. Whatever I touch 
Oh turns to snow in my He clutch. looks like It the Clown. I'm too much. Da, 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 da. And the guy on the right? is the, I don't see what you're seeing. Uh, yeah, Heat Miser and the guy on the right, Snow Miser. Oh, my God. I polar opposites. I couldn't watch that. I, I'd, be, I'd be mortified. I'd, I'd, I'd be mortified. I think I'd have a nightmare, Evan. I will send you some of their work. Oh, please do. <laughs> and and that's, that's it for Christmas movies, unless you want to bring no, up anything no, else. No, I'm good. I think okay. we've provided a ton of content. This is one of my favorite episodes of the year. Well, then cheers again to the listeners. Yeah, and, uh, cheers, guys. Have a happy holiday. Try to, try to enjoy it. Put up with your family best you can. Uh, and we are going to rock on. I'm, I'm off the day after Christmas, but I'll be here for Tailgate Tuesday ready to rock. We'll recap everything. Uh, we will absolutely continue with System That's Not a System, mm -hmm. the NFL. You know March Madness is coming. It is my intent to get Jim to Vegas. I'm going to speak to management about that. Um, and away we go. Anything else? Evan, Jim? No. Send okay. us out. Make sure, let me know how the wrapping paper goes over oh, when, you, I, when you use it. Because I, people are going to be, what the fuck is this? What is this garbage? Yes. So I want the reviews. Okay. But yes, rate, review, subscribe. Emails, cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. NFL episodes, if you haven't clicked them, they should already be on your feed. Busy weekend, extended NFL weekend. Check them out. We'll be all over it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.